Every husband craves uh, respect from his wife, but what exactly does that look like? How can she show respect to him? I'm John Fuller in the studio with Greg Smalley and his wife Erin. And Greg, it seems that a lot of us, despite you know, a machismo uh, front, uh, behind the scenes, we struggle with insecurities. I just talked to a friend. He's a pastor of a big church in the upper Midwest. And he looked at me, he said, John, I have dealt with insecurity and, and a feeling of inadequacy my whole life. And I thought, really? Nobody would guess that. Of yeah. Me. We don't talk about this. We, we don't. And it's sad because we all struggle with it. I think every guy is going to struggle in moments or seasons feeling failed, maybe, you know, not good enough, that they don't measure up, inadequate. Yeah, I think that that deep question that every guy really throughout his life is trying to answer is, do I have what it takes to be successful? Rather, that's, you know, I remember as a young 20-year-old husband, you know, worried, will I be able to get a good job? Will I be able to provide my wife and my kids, you know, the kind of lifestyle that I'm hoping that, that we'll have? You know, even... Even now, um, you know, Aaron and I were, we were on, I think, doing an event. We were just walking, talking, and just sharing with her going, you know, now I'm at an age to where I start wondering, well, if something happens and I have to find employment, am I at, at of that age to where, you know, no, we'd rather hire a younger guy. And so I, I don't think it matters how successful you literally are. Mm-hmm. I think there's always insecurities um, even if it's more about relationship stuff, you know, I've I've often regretted just as a young dad, um, just the insecurities that I had and in, in trying to make sure that I was working and providing and and maybe missed out on certain things. And so even as an older dad, I have four kids, my oldest daughter's twenty eight, with my twenty eight year old in particular, I've gone to her before to to say, hey, I'm I'm so sorry if if you ever felt neglected or if I ever, you know, if I wasn't there for you. And she's like, what are you talking about? I mean, she doesn't feel that way, but I worry. You about feel it. that way, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's a pretty normal thing, and uh, we're talking about men and inadequacy and um, struggles because we're actually uh, going to hear now from Dr. Julie Slattery as she talks with Jim Daly about men and their need for respect and wives, what you can do about that. Describe what you mean by relational power in marriage Mm. and how can wives use their influence to build intimacy, even if they don't have the energy for it. Yeah. So when you said a few minutes ago, what does it look like to move towards your husband? Really, one of the ways of understanding that is to get this concept of relational power. And how am I using my relational power? So every relationship has power dynamics within it. And if I'm in relationship with my husband, my power comes in what he needs from me. Like a lot of times we think our power is in what we need, but actually the power comes in what the other person needs. So let me just use a non-marriage example. Let's say I have this rare illness and it's an illness that could take my life. But you, Jim Daly, are the only one that has the antidote for that illness. You now have great power. You can demand any mm. kind of money that you want. You can say, Julie, I'll give you this medicine, but you have to run around the building 20 times, and I do it. 
you have power now right. because you have something that I need and you exclusively can meet that need. Well, in marriage, God has designed it so that a man has needs that the wife is intended to meet exclusively. And a woman has needs that a husband is meant to meet exclusively. And so that gives one another relational power. Right. And so for a woman to understand, like, what is it to move towards my husband? She really has to understand my power comes in what my husband really needs. In the book, you mentioned three needs for men and two needs for women. Because you guys fits. are, are was, way, you guys are way needier than we are. I was going to say that, that but you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, but it is funny, and I could see that. But what yeah. are the three needs that men have? Yeah. Um, well, the first one, I'm going to warn you. For a lot of women, this is a very triggering word today. But men need respect. And it's a triggering word, I think, in today's culture because women have heard this and they don't really know what it means. They just have heard it as a biblical teaching that isn't really connected with understanding the heart of their husband. And so one of the things I like to do is really explain to women what that actually means that your husband needs respect. Uh, and part of it. What does that sound okay. like when you explain it to what women? It I'm like? on the edge of my seat. All right, seat. here you go. And, you, and you, you two men can correct me where I'm off on this one. No, but... I think we're going to pat you on the back, <laughs> but go ahead. Well, part of what I think women need to understand is that men have a different relationship with competence than women do. Uh, like the heart of a man is always wrestling with this question, am I good enough? Yeah. Uh, am I going to fail? Am I going to be found out as an imposter? Uh it, do I do enough as a husband, as a boss, as in my work? They're always afraid of I might fail. I might, you know, try something. It's so true. So I think understanding that need for respect in marriage is a woman saying to her husband consistently, "I know the worst about you, but I believe in you." Mm. Like I, and that's why I named the book "Finding the Hero in Your Husband" because at some level, every guy's waking up really asking the question, am I her hero? Yeah. I thought the data point you used in the book was, you know, really, it pounds this home. You said three out of four men say they would rather be unloved than disrespected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A woman, I don't think, she struggles grappling with that because it's the opposite, I would right. think, for women. Yeah. I mean, it's all about loving me, right. cherishing me. But for a man, we'll give up love if you will just give me respect. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. uh, you're right. I don't think women understand that. Yeah. So when even the Bible is talking about women's respecting their husbands, it's tying into this need that women, you have a power based on how you interact with your husband, by the words you choose, by the posture of your heart to either be saying to him, you're not good enough. You're not measuring up, which is going to tear him down. Or instead to choose to say, hey, I'm with you. I believe in you. I'm behind you. Yeah, Julie, I want to, before we move to number two, I really want to dig into this a little bit because I can hear a woman saying, hey, you don't know my husband. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to respect about him. He doesn't lead in the home. He doesn't lead with the kids spiritually. I'm the one always having to say, honey, come on. Yeah. Do something spiritual for the kids. Mm -hmm. Um how do you get over that brick wall? I'm not going to call it a speed bump because that then sets the attitude of the wife's heart that now you're up against, you're against your husband yeah. because he's filling the blank, lazy, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, how does a woman overcome that observation yeah. that's mm -hmm. real and then try to suggest, oh, honey, you're worthless, but I still love you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 
first of all, it's similar to what we might say to a husband when we would encourage them, hey, love your wife, even when she's unlovable to you. Choose to love her. Mm. You know, choose to treat her with value and with kindness and and with respect. The, the same would be true as what we say to a wife. Respect is not a feeling. It's a choice. It's a posture. These are all choices. Right. And yeah. so it's not, I don't feel respect for my husband today, therefore I can't respect him. It's, no, I choose to have a posture of my heart that is looking for the best. And one of the reasons that husbands don't lead and they behave in some of the ways that you mention is because we don't call them to that. When you say to your husband, you're not a good leader, you're not helping with the kids enough, what is he hearing? I'm a failure. I'm not I've adequate. Already, so why should I try? And so speaking life into your husband, looking at what he's doing well, even in asking him for help, if you do that in a posture of more, I believe in you, I'm on your team, you're going to get him to respond more because you're actually speaking into his need instead of tearing him down with what you're asking him to do. Mm. Yeah, we guys don't run toward failure. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't. You run away from it. Well, always good stuff from Dr. Julie Slattery. And uh, Aaron, I know you've seen various situations where uh, this became kind of a turning point for a couple, where the wife shows up and starts offering encouragement and respect toward her husband, and there's a change, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's good for wives to recognize how much influence we really do have, especially in our husband's life. And it's amazing to me, the research shows that even a husband being affirmed once a day, it causes him to have a higher appreciation or a higher marital satisfaction in the relationship. And I'm like, how easy is that? Mm -hmm. Just to affirm Greg one time a day. And I started doing that when I read the research because I was like, I can do that. I feel like a science experiment all of a sudden. Oh, you are. I have all kinds of research. But it's a happy one, right? (laughs) She learns all this research. You're at least respected for it. That's true. That is true. Yeah. And so just affirm. Affirming my husband once a day has made a huge difference. And so it's just looking for those opportunities. Most of them aren't big and grand. They're little efforts that actually cause a lot of influence. It's those, I always say it's those micro behaviors, those little micro moments that then start adding up Mm -hmm. and can really impact how our husband feels as far as being honored and valued. Then his heart begins to soften. And when two hearts are open, well, then all bets are off. Connection can happen. So, you know, whether it's affirming him or complimenting him, giving him the benefit of the doubt, Bragging about him in front of your kids is huge. Um, giving him opportunities to problem solve or fix stuff, you know, just you know, stepping back and letting him do his thing. Maybe taking an interest in what he's interested in. I have often thought Dina has way more power over me than she realizes with those words because right. she, she does pour into me. And I think we're in a season where it's a little easier for us to have quality time together and longer quality Uh, of time moments. And in those conversations and moments, she's pouring in respect Mm -hmm. and affirmation and really does make a difference. Well, even as you were talking about just feeling affirmed early this morning, you know, I got this from Erin, said, thank you last night for for our conversation. She goes, I really love that. Thank you for letting me in and letting me know that you had something that you wanted to share. I went and showed that to everybody that I could find. (laughs) 
took it to gym daily just presence well, you know, just to show them people yeah and i'm I not was a wanting failure. that to be very private oh sorry <laughs> No, it's just out of the bag on that one. I did not do. Yeah. I did not share that. I'm but teasing. the point was though, when I got it, is I was sitting at my desk. It just it does that does it for me. Yeah. I mean, I've totally felt respected, but very affirmed, very connected then to Aaron. Such okay. a simple thing. And we've got two follow up things beyond right here. This conversation, just go, go ye and do likewise. Um, if I can put it that way. Uh, follow up, though, on the website, we're going to have that article that Julie Slattery wrote called Speaking Highly of Your Husband, of course, for uh, a more extensive look at your husband and his needs. Uh, Dr. Slattery's book is an excellent resource, Finding the Hero in Your Husband. Of course, it's really about you and how you choose to see him and respond to him. So get a copy of that, and uh, we're making that available today for a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, contribute to the ongoing work that we're doing to support marriages around the world, and we'll say thank you by sending that book. All the details are in the show notes. Well, please remember to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast, uh, and then send us a note if you would. We love hearing from you. For now, on behalf of Aaron and Greg Smalley and the entire marriage team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.